I welcome you to the greatest show on earth. Created to be a creator. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Created to Be Creative podcast, and this is your girl, Jayla White. Today, we have a guest that has been here before. Um, she actually did it, did the creative power of prayer. Um, tell everybody, hey. Hi, everybody. I'm Darlene Dale with you today. Happy to be back. Thank you for allowing me to be back on another segment. So today we're talking about setting your atmosphere. So, um, Darlene, you turned 50. You just had a Jubilee celebration. I Let's did. Let's talk about that. How was it? Oh, it was absolutely fabulous. It was everything that we set out to do, everything that the Holy Ghost gave me, he showed me that was going to take place. It took place and more. It was an atmosphere of worship, praise, and celebrating. It wasn't celebrating me. We celebrated Jesus on a level. Like, it took it took everybody in there higher. It took everybody higher. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. So we're talking about setting your atmosphere. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, let me try to paint a picture in, um, in your head. Um, so I'm walking in a building, right? Right. Well, let's take it back a little bit. So I'm waking up in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, first thing I do is I thank God, right? Mm-hmm. Then next thing I do, as being as honest as I can be, I pick up my cell phone. I'm going to be honest you with everybody. You should pick up your bottle. Bible. Drink your swallow water. Just clear your throat first. <laughs> I pick up. Let's listen to the picture. So I wake up. Uh-huh. I thank God. Uh-huh. I, as a natural human that I am, I look at my cell phone, um, and then next thing you know, um, I get dressed. Mm-hmm. So I've already created what I wanted to my personal appearance, mm-hmm. my personal atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. And then I go to, um, well, I'm a photographer, so I go to my photo shoot, or some people might be going to their job, to their meeting, or wherever they have to go with mm-hmm. their atmosphere. They walk in, the atmosphere is different right. than the atmosphere that they prepared at home. Uh-huh. So once they get into that atmosphere, uh-huh. they look around. Now, the atmosphere is what you attract to people. Uh-huh. People attract to your atmosphere. So if you have a gloomy atmosphere, you're going to attract gloomy people. If you have a right. positive, happy, inviting atmosphere, you're going to invite people in, right? Right. Let's talk about that. Tell us what atmosphere is and how to set our atmosphere. Okay. Atmosphere is... Um, you pretty much told everybody, but atmosphere is, um, it's, um, Webster describes it as a envelope of gases, envelope of gases surrounding (coughs) the earth or another planet. And the second definition of it is the pervading tone or mood of a place the situation or work of art and it's a similar stuff is a uh, ambiance uh climate uh, aura and so to tell you a little bit about it it's it's your it's your mood the mood of a place or the the um the ambiance the climate i always look at atmosphere i always tell people you're the temperature controller of the room or the place that you're at. You're the one that controls the temperature. Mm-hmm. You're the one. You have to be the controller of whatever climate that you're in. 
you're the temperature controller. So if it's too hot in there, you know, and it need to be cool, you're the one who have to cool it off. So uh, basically, I set mine by getting up in the morning, and I, I um, give God praise. I, I start out with a devotion. I, I truly, I, I you know, I might pick up my phone, but I, I made it a habit not to first go to social media mm-hmm. because it'll start, it'll control your day. Whatever you set that morning with is what's going to take control of presidents of your day. Yeah. So I made it a purpose. I put a devotion on my phone. So it gives me an alert. So that's the first thing I see. It's a notification because people can call your phone and it'll change your atmosphere. So I, I tend to, okay, they can call back or I can call them back. And I go straight to um, that devotion. I'm, I'll read that devotion or the Bible app gives you a, um, a scripture for the day. Mm-hmm. So I'll read that scripture or I'll go to a scripture for, on my phone because we all are creatures of habit and we pick up our phone. So I try to read at least <clears throat> one passage. Mm-hmm. That's just that time during the day. And then I start speaking the word over my day, I do, I do my um, confessions to set my day, to set my atmosphere. And I, you know, and when I say confessions, that's me confessing the word Sorry. over over my life. That's me saying, you know, I am a. Um, I get up, I say, I I am beautiful and wonderfully made. That's a scripture, and I be like, um, today is the day that the Lord has made. I, Darlene, am going to rejoice and be glad in it. So I confess the word over my life. I confess what God say over my life, and it sets the tone. It sets the, you know, because tone and atmosphere go together. Mm -hmm. So you got to get the tone set to get the atmosphere right. So I'll set the tone by, by commanding my day, commanding what God said about me over me. That's good. So um, sometimes in our atmosphere, we have some people like to prepare the atmosphere with music, um, depending on what song, you know, they're listening to. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a, I like worship music, but mm-hmm. I also like, um, I like praise music, mm-hmm. um, depending on how I'm feeling. Now, let's talk about music because we have to be careful of certain things that we listen to. I'm not saying that you can't listen to love songs with your mate, but you have to be careful of mm-hmm. certain things that you allow in because we'd be like, oh, Juanita Bonham said it best. Honestly, she she was hanging around people. Mm-hmm. They were cussing. Mm-hmm. And she messed around, and she slipped up and cussed. Mm-hmm. But when you invite things into your atmosphere, you have that. that's what causes those slip-ups. Exactly. So let's talk about that. Yeah. How do we control our atmosphere? By watching what you listen to, watching what you uh, hear, watching what what you're what you open up to your spirit that's just like if i'm on facebook mm-hmm. and somebody is talking and they're doing a bunch of cussing i'm gonna cut them off i'm just yeah. gonna click off of that because that cussing word it will get in your spirit yeah. because we got to realize we're spiritual people 
living in a natural world. Mm -hmm. So we hear things in the spirit realm before we hear it in the natural. So when you sit and you listen, you're feeding that in your ear gate. That's why you got to guard every gate. That's your ear gate listening. Even when you're watching stuff, that's an atmosphere. You're watching something. It, it puts something in your spiritual gate. So I, the word of God say, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. So when you ingest that, you get it in your heart and it comes out your mouth. It flows out. So listening to certain music, back to what you said, you got to control what you hear. Even when people are talking, I, I learned how to shut them down in my world. Like, um, I can be in a room, and if a person curse a lot, I ain't going to say nothing to you because that's what you do. So, you know, but I know I can't be around you all the time Yeah. because that sets my atmosphere. And once I hear it, I want to say it. We're we're humans, and we want to say what we hear. Yeah. That's, that's what little kids do. They repeat what a person say. It's not that they want to. It comes out of their their spirit, it comes out of their in your it comes out of their their innate spirit, their soulish realm, you know. And once we learn that we got a soul and that realm of the soul and the spirit is hand in hand, we will protect everything that go into it. I'm very protective over mine. Very, very, very. And I was protective over yours as a little kid. I did not let you listen or do a lot of stuff you know, in that area because I know that kids have big imaginations and big spirits. Yeah. So words, Mm -hmm. the words that we speak, um, you know, anything that has a word has a definition attached to it. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful of the things we say because that definition that is attached to it can attach to us. Mm -hmm. So it has a spirit attached to mm -hmm. it. Everything that every, every, everything has a, a spirit connected to it. Music has uh, it has a spirit. Mm-hmm. Money has one. It can have mammon. It mm-hmm. can have poverty. It can have you know. Even your business your, can have a spirit. It attached has a to spirit it. attached to it, which is your atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I can say creative focus, or I can say focus photography. When I hear when I hear it, I know that it has a. Um, Oh, that's a Christian business. Mm-hmm. I, you know that because that's what is attached to it. Um, so that's why you got to, things are birthed in the realm of the spirit first. If God give you a business that's birthed in the realm of the spirit, which is an atmosphere mm-hmm. that is birthed in. And that's why you got to be careful how you treat people mm-hmm. and how you treat your business and yourself and your friends, because your atmosphere is connected to your spirit. And if you don't be careful at how you do those things and how you act towards people, that thing will attach itself to you. And wherever where you go, people will look. They ain't even got to know you. You're going to have a negative spirit, a negative atmosphere attached to you. So that's why I say your atmosphere and your spirit are are hand in hand because they are, they speak your, your spirit speak for you. Yeah. It'll speak. You don't even have to talk. You could come up to me and I can know that you got a, you got a atmosphere. Um, 
or whatever your atmosphere is. But you can tell by people's environment. Environment. When they come up to you. Yes. Just as, as soon as you speak to me, I already know right. what and is that comes developing with, you. A lot of people say oh, you got a discernment of the spirit. Well, that's part of knowing to discern things. That's part of knowing to see things. You're seeing past that person's face-to-face, and you're seeing them in the spirit realm you're seeing them you're seeing their atmosphere is what they carry you can tell when a person has changed their life mm-hmm. and they and you can tell when it's something and they'll be like it's something about you mm-hmm. their atmosphere changes yeah let's um so when we have to learn about environments just a uh-huh. little bit because i feel like a lot of us be like oh well i can keep that in my environment it's been something i don't god doesn't convict me of it mm-hmm. or whatever it's your journey it's your walk god said it is a walk god ain't never took a, he never ran he always walked right so it is a walk but mm-hmm. we have to learn to cleanse our environment out now let's talk about it because some people think cleansing your environment is using sage that is not how you clean your right, environment out. Right. You clean your environment out by looking over what's in, what is in me that is not supposed to be there. Well, who's around me who's not supposed to be there? So how do we do that effectively? How do we remove people out of our atmosphere effectively? Because that was that's what put us in cycles. Um, by controlling who is around you mm-hmm. by um not being connected once you see a person do something a couple times mm-hmm. and you you correct them mm-hmm. or you you know don't correct them and you see this is this person and I can't change them yeah you have to remove yourself and you got to know when to remove yourself you got to know when not to go into areas that that's not meant for you because that stuff can that stuff will affect your destiny. Yeah, you know that stuff will, um reposition you for for what they want you to do or what they want you to have. Yeah, than what God has for you to do or want for you to have. And the only way you could do that is to remove yourself. Yeah, is to remove yourself and is it. it it's simple. I can't I can't hang with low minded people. Yeah. Because if I do, I'm gonna go to them. They're not gonna come up to me. That's good. You know? So setting your atmosphere again is how do we how do we prepare it though? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh I gotta say but you have to be prepared to you gotta set be it. prepared. You have to get in those stages of preparation. Mm-hmm. It is and it takes time. And you you got to walk it through. You got to um um it it took years for me and 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 it also took me going and, and you don't have to go through it like I did. It took me being involved with people and knowing I learned in my life that people are some people are seasonal mm-hmm. and some people are lifetime. And a lot of times you got to learn your role in people's life. Mm-hmm. I learned that I learned that the hard way. My role might be in a person's life just to spread a little joy to them. Yeah. Or to give them wisdom or to learn from them. You know, one thing about God, God is agenda-minded. Yeah. It, 
everything that God does, it has, it has a purpose. He's a purposeful God. And God's purpose for us is to sharpen each other. Iron sharpens iron. And if I'm, if I'm not teaching you, then I'm sharpening you or if, or I'm receiving from you, Mm -hmm. there's different paths. And then I might one time might receive from you. And then the next time, I might sharpen you. Yeah. You know, I don't have it all together. Yeah. Nobody we, does. Nobody do. We all are learning. And our God is so powerful. He teaches us in many different forms and different levels. Mm-hmm. And our purpose, your purpose never stays the same. Yeah. That's the problem. People think their purpose stay the same. No, your purpose changed. In this 20-something years, almost 25 years of salvation that I've walked, my purpose has changed so many times. It always had the same core, Mm -hmm. but the levels around it changed. And that's where the Word of God say, I'm going to give you scripture on it. He said, I'll take you from level to level, which is, he said glory to glory, which is levels. He'll take you from one level. You pass this. Then he's going to take you to the next one. God always take you high. He don't never bring you low. That's good. So let's talk about God. He goes out to battle, um, mm-hmm. you know, and he goes to the, the the children or whatever. And he tells the people to go before him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had to make sure the atmosphere, atmosphere was set. Was set. So let's talk about when we're in worship. We don't just show up to church. <laughs> no. Oh, well, they're going to get me in the right mind and the right spirit. You Mm -mm. already prepare your atmosphere. Right. And that's that's everybody. mm -hmm. That's everybody. Because one thing about it, the worship team is your, they are the ursers. They're the, 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 this is my picture. This is what God showed me. It might not be your picture. It might not be the right thing. But this is how God presented it to me. Okay. The um, people who, the greeters are the, they the first line of defense mm-hmm. in a church because a church is set up in a way to where it it's a welcoming mm-hmm. atmosphere. So mm-hmm. get this now we're we're preparing an atmosphere for people to come in and experience a great big God yeah. in a level that they never received them before. Okay, so. When the first line of defense is the parking lot man. Mm-hmm. So if that parking lot man have not shut down and fix his soul and his spirit before he get to you, mm-hmm. that person's church's spirit is probably going to be knocked off. Yeah. Right. The next person to get you is the greeter. Mm-hmm. If that greeter don't welcome you with the open arm and their spirit is negative, if their spirit is tart and, and you can fake it, but people know your atmosphere. They know your spirit. I can tell walking up on you if you've been nasty, ugly, mean, or, or just downright. Or if you cried. Just, or, you're a bit, or if you cried. Because a lot of people have a gift to discern your spirit. Yeah. So... I can tell a phony, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. I can tell that, mm-hmm. you know. So, or and not just me, other people can. So we have to fix our atmosphere. That's how your spirit and your personal atmosphere. That's how all that go together. 
you have to get them all in line before you meet people. That's why you got to shut stuff down Mm -hmm. before you meet people. And that's if you're a parking lot attendant, if you're a door opener, a doorkeeper, and then even if you're handing out the communion cup, communion cup, I, I, you know, I know a lot of times I make people mad at church because they give communion to you at the door. Now, when I get mine, they try to take it out the thing and hand it to me, but I don't like it like that because I was always taught communion is served. Mm-hmm. So I like a person to serve it to me and it's just it's my worship to god mm-hmm. of how i take it mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with people but it's just my worship mm-hmm. to god of how i take it so i like them to serve it to me and i take it up but that's between me and god because everything is a worship to the lord mm-hmm. and so um that's like when that greeter come to you if their soulish rim is jacked up or all off and they just telling you hey how you doing and they did it in uh um, in a way that, you know, it looked like it's it's not inviting yeah. because your spirit has an atmosphere. And some people have a rushy spirit. A ru- oh, yes. If you were ru- to be over. Even just- if you were rushing that morning, yep. that spirit will get on you. That's why sometimes I'd be like, wait a minute. Hey, I'm already behind. I ain't finna uh, aggravate myself. Mm-hmm. That's why people, I, I might come behind, you know, sometimes I'd be purpose for that because I'd be, Get my spirit ready. But if I'm really running behind, I'll be like, okay, I'm behind. Yeah. I get it in my mind, I'm behind. I'm not finna rush. Yeah. I'm gonna take this with scrap because Satan, you tried to set me off, but you're not gonna do it. You got to recognize. That's how you recognize to control your atmosphere. And so it can stay conditioned to the holy realm. And and I'll be like, oh no, I ain't late. When I get there, I'm on time. Yeah, and, and that's how you invite worship to your atmosphere. Now, I'm not telling you to be late. I'm not saying be late and don't be on time. Be on and time. Don't, I'm not telling you that. Yeah. I'm just saying if it happens and you run late, that Russian spirit, you will have to just say, okay, let me control this. Lord, thank you for whatever that delay was. It must protect me. I thank you. When I get there, I will be on time for you. And you have to get your spirit right because if not, that thing will set your time. And that's con- considered as submitting, putting yourself putting back yourself. into the uh-huh. submit process, mm-hmm. the submit position. Mm-hmm. Now, we have to set our atmosphere. But when you're serving, there's a different atmosphere you're supposed to carry. Because mm-hmm. whatever you do the night before or even the week or even the uh-huh. month, uh-huh. whatever you're doing secretly will spew out. It and then people will be out. like, oh, well, why are we going through this? Why are we going through Obviously, somebody is doing something. Right. They undabbled. Right. And now it spews out. So you don't come to serve with a heavy heart. Right. That's why God it's always say do even serve. Exactly. God says do it with a cheerfully heart. Cheerful, cheerful heart. heart. So it's best if you know your spirit ain't right and you ain't got something right. It's best to say I'm gonna receive today. Yeah. It's not meant for me to serve. I'll let let somebody else serve today. Mm-hmm. I need to receive, and it's okay to receive. And, and and it's okay to just sit down and say, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna put myself in a position that I will mess up somebody else from receiving what they need from God. Because you have to know we are we are table waiters. Mm-hmm. We are servants. That yeah. you know that's what the Bible call it. It's a table waiter, yeah. a server. And um, there's a scripture in the Bible that actually says that 
you know, and you got to learn how to be a servant and, and to serve the people of God. In my mindset, if I when I go to church and I'm not on, um, you know, I'm, you know, even whenever I go to church, my mindset and my heart and my spirit, I shut down a lot of stuff. And it's going to, if I'm with, talking to you or if I'm with you beforehand, it's going to be Bible-based. Because I come with the mindset of I'm coming to serve the people of God. Mm-hmm. So I always say this little prayer over myself. God, take me away and all of you. Use me for your glory and to to carry your glory, to be a part of your worship, to be a giver of your atmosphere. I submit myself under you and I submit myself to you, whether it's through worship, whether it's through praise. I, I submit myself as a, as a tool to be used by God, because if you don't submit yourself to God, the enemy will use you. That's good. That's good. Now, we have to understand, like, setting your atmosphere is not just for church. Oh, no. And oh, no. it's everywhere you go. Even when you get in a car, God, mm-hmm. I pray I have safe travels. God, uh-huh. I pray that you keep me. Mm-hmm. Angels surround my car. Mm-hmm. Let your let glory surround my car and mm-hmm. saturate my car. Because if not, all kinds of chaotic confusion will come. Oh, yes. So will. everywhere you walk, you set your atmosphere. Uh-huh. Let's talk about that. Because when I was a child... When I was going to school, you had me prepare myself for school. You have to, you can't just send your kids off. Mm-hmm. Oh, you dress gone, go. Mm-hmm. Prepare yourself for school. Get in the preparation. Of, uh-huh. I've come to do my best to be my best. Head but, and not the tail. Above and never beneath. And, and, and yes, because if you don't, the enemy can placate that and he'll take over. Yeah. And, and he will control your day. And he's back giggling. <laughs> they they folks call themselves a Christian, mm-hmm. and they ain't even uh, controlling what they're doing. Because remember, he is the prince of the what air. And if he's the prince of the air, he know what your job is. Yeah. He know your assignment, and he's gonna do everything he can to get you get you off track, to get you frustrated, to get you annoyed, to get you in worry and doubt. And he, he, he does everything to cause confusion over your life, over your, um, over your mind, to keep you burdened down that you won't operate in the realm of who God called you. Who God called uh, purpose. Yeah. In, in the realm of the purpose or in the realm of um, just being able to, to, to have an atmosphere because worry is a, is, 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 it's a spirit, spirit that will hold you, and it's an overcast. It's like a your atmosphere is your personal atmosphere is your overcast. You know, um, I, as soon as I come up and fall, people they'll tell you what their overcast is. Some people tell you their whole life story, and you be like, shut your mouth. Sometimes, <laughs> just be quiet. You know, because that's that's your atmosphere. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, that, that's your that's how you do. When you go to school, I used to always tell you to go with the mind of Jesus and go as a, I used to tell you, you are a sponge and all you're going to do is to soak up everything they know. They're not there to be your friend. Yeah. I, I will tell you that all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. I always told you they're not there to be your friend. They're, they're not there teacher. to be your buddy. They're there with knowledge that you're a sponge 
with holes in it that's going to be the soap that soak it up. And and that's that's the atmosphere I sent you with to carry. Yeah. And so not only that, but like even when I was a child, you taught me how to prepare my atmosphere when I go to bed, when I oh, wake yeah. up, when I go eat, you know. Setting your atmosphere is praying over your food. Praying over your setting stuff. your atmosphere. Uh-huh. A lot of people don't pray over their food no more. They just Oh, well, mama cooked it, so I'm going to eat it. Eat it. Pray still, over your food. You don't know before mama cooked it. You don't even know if mama washed it all the way. Some folk can't cook. Or you don't know what, what that meat been through before it got to you. Yeah. You know, you you do. You have to set set that atmosphere. And that's just putting things in position, putting things back in perspective of what what you supposed to carry. is yeah. is putting it back in perspective. Now, another part of setting your atmosphere is not only music and things that you say, but also prayer and fasting. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of us don't like to fast. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. We don't like to fast. Mm-hmm. Okay? But you have to. Mm-hmm. Fasting and prayer, prayer and fasting is a way of setting your atmosphere. Now, how do we how do, we do that effectively, though? How you do it effectively is... Because a lot of people don't know how to fast. They think, oh, I'm not going to eat. Say a couple of prayer. That ain't that ain't true mm-hmm. prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. Ain't no sacrifice. Get out right. the bed. You got to submit yourself to a um to a lifestyle of it. You got to and you got to go into that. If you that's a covenant between what you're setting and the Bible says best if you're not gonna. It's a vow. It's really not. A, it's a vow. So the Bible says best not to set it if you ain't gonna keep. It's better to not set it if you're not gonna keep it and stay to it. Like a lot of people say, well, I ain't gonna keep it this time. Well, then you shouldn't make that vow because you don't because God don't play by vows and covenants. Yeah. And and the thing is, you got to have an agenda. You got to have. Uh, a friend, friend of yours told you guidelines. You got to have guidelines. You got to have a, a path, pathway. What are you fasting for? Yeah. Because fasting, it only gets you in position. And it breaks. And it breaks chains, but it gets you in position and that you can hear clearly from God. People use fasting as... A controlling mechanism. Mm-hmm. That's not fasting. That's not. Fasting lets you hear. It breaks chains. It allows you to hear God clear. But do you know what else it does? It uh, opens the door to, uh, 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 I hate to say it, but the demonic realm. Mm-hmm. Like the enemy is going to try to come in. That's why, and I ain't going to say it opens the door to it. It just, it, it opens your eyes. Your spiritual eyes to right, see things right. that that are in the way that are causing. That's what it. There you go. You said it better than me. It it does. Of course. Thank you. You well. Hey, we appreciate that. Uh huh. Iron sharpens iron. Welcome to the Created to Be Creative podcast. Uh, I should put that plug in. <laughs> but yeah, so you know that's what that does. It and so it and and, and what fasting fasting do is align you. It align yeah. you to hear clear. It aligns you to. See what's going on, and I remember in 2019 I fasted with my family, and we had a traumatic thing that happened. But, and I was like, darn, maybe if I didn't fast, it wouldn't have happened. But it just only positioned me to see what was gonna take place mm-hmm. because God showed through that we did a 21 day fast, and through that fast, it showed me things, and it helped me see clear. 
And I was like, you know, at first I was a little upset, but I was thankful, mm-hmm. you know, because I wouldn't be walking in, in the realm I'm walking in now if I had not went through what I went through. But And if some stuff hadn't have been broken off of my life. Yeah. Because God God will break things. And in order for things to be broken, certain times things got to be stripped away. Yeah. You know? And you could be fast. You know, you got to have an agenda. If if we, like before we did the Jubilee, we fasted. Yeah. We did a seven-day fast. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, y'all didn't even put me in the fast. I put my own stuff. So I was already yourself? geared to fast. Yeah. I, and, you know. But when you fast, like when, when we fast, we fast a little different than um, some people. We put a scripture. We say, God, this is what oh, we're yeah. believing for, for you to open us up to mm-hmm. God. We're believing for this and we, we're believing for this to break off of us. But you can't just stop eating. You got to have scripture because why fast and just be praying and complaining. Yeah. And really they pray. Yeah. Lord, I'm <laughs> you complain. And then when you talk to God about what you want, you telling him your problem. God don't come to one thing about God. You don't come to him with a problem. You come to him with the answer. Yep. He already gave us everything through the yep. word of God. So you come to God with the word. God, this is what this is what your words say. Uh, right. This is what I'm, I'm reminding you of that. And God uh, said that in the word. Yes. Remind me of my word. Remind, remind me of my word. He said, keep me in remembrance of my word. And and that's what I do. I, I do. And and even now, like if stuff start coming up in my spirit, I don't I try not to worry. Every time worry come up, I've learned to put a scripture on it. I've learned to say the word of God and just pronounce that in position. Uh, God, your word said, I shall not lack. I shall have whatever I say. I said I'm rich, so I shall have it. I stand on what your words say. Yeah. So you got to stay in position. She got a little caught up. And for those who don't understand, you know, we're just going to do like a small recap on prayer because prayer is a prayer and music. Mm-hmm. is a big part of setting your atmosphere. You should be praying daily. If you're not praying already, if you don't know how to pray, go listen to the creative power mm-hmm. of prayer. We we go over the basics of praying. But I'm talking about praying over your atmosphere, praying over things that's in your atmosphere, that's in your environment. When you walk into Creative Focus Studio, it is a relaxing place. Mm-hmm. When you walk into yeah. the room, you're relaxed, you're you feel like, oh, well, I'm at home. I do. I don't be want to leave People, sometimes. Exactly. Everybody says that. So, but we prayed over this place. Oh, my god. Not gosh, only did we yes. pray over this place, we brought the pastor to pray over this mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. So, it's already been set. The atmosphere is already set. Once the atmosphere is set, it's up to us to keep it clean, keep it moving, and keep it strong. Mm-hmm. Not allowing every spirit to come in and dwell. Because once one little stain comes in... It's tainted. It's tainted. We have to pray. So let's talk about that. How do we pray over our atmosphere? Go over that for us. Um, just like I said earlier, with the word of God. Mm-hmm. You got to keep the word of God. He said, hide my word in your heart so that you won't sin against me. So I, I come, when I come here, sometimes I'm by myself. And I start speaking the word over your business. Mm-hmm. And I start claiming what God called it to be, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I start, you start, that's why I'm, you got to write those scriptures down. You know, I'm old school. 
You got to write your confessions down. You got to line them up and put it in, put it down, put down what you're believing God for. You know, I'll give you a little work to do. put, put, put a column of everything that you got a lack of and the other column, put a, put scripture to it and watch God move for you, you know, um, and watch God do what God is supposed to do. But along with that, you can't be living unholy. Yeah. You, you know, that a lot a of people, of it's a part of your atmosphere. <laughs> a lot of times people are like, oh, I claim God and I, God gave me this. And did God give then it to you? Then they go lay up with a married man. You can't do that. Can't do that. That's your atmosphere. That's, that's, that's it's your. Tainted. There you go. You, you got to line your life up. You got, and I did not say be perfect. I say line your life up. Lining your life up is living a holy life in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Setting your life, getting your life in line with God, accepting and receiving him as the Lord and Savior of your life. Yeah. Once you do that, you ask God for what God say over you. You Then you start learning his promises. His Bible is nothing but promises. But it's also in that Bible that say, if you don't do correction, there's this correct curses. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you people walking around with curses and they didn't realize they put them over their own lives. Yep. They walk around with curses. They put it over their kids lives. Yep. A lot of people, kids are doing things and it's because their family cursed themselves. Yeah. You can't bless. You can't curse a blessed person. Yeah. You know. And um, another thing, men, um, if you haven't listened to it, but me and Pastor Jason actually talked about this as well, about your name. Your oh, name yeah. is a part of your atmosphere. Oh, yes. Um, how, you, how your name, what you classify yourself under is a part of your atmosphere. Let's talk about that because you wasn't really saved when you named me. You know, I was named off the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> I should to say that. <laughs> so, but my name means fervent one. Uh-huh. Um, healing, God, God, God's healing. And so mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Naming your kids, being careful what you call them. You can't call them little stink stink because then they're going to walk around stinking. stinking. So don't be calling them little tink tink when I have my child. Don't be calling them little monk monk. We call no, about no, no, child, no, but you love to give folks child a nickname. <laughs> I would never, I didn't never. When I learned about them, when I first got saved, when I tell you I had a powerful spiritual sisters and mothers in the body of Christ that really taught me the word. And the first thing they told me, don't don't let everybody speak stuff over your child mm-hmm. and call her. So a lot of people want to give her nickname. Uh, I think her dad used to love to say nicknames. He still give her one, but you know, it's a good one. It's a good one. I wouldn't let I wouldn't let him give her that. The like, uh, <laughs> you know, the different Moving name, on. different names. <laughs> and so, I because I I know that your name carries weight. Yeah, your name is prophecy. And if you look in the Bible, God changed people's names all the time. Mm-hmm. And so my name is Darlene. The meaning of it is darling or dearly beloved. But what's your name? And I, and, huh? What's your name? I don't have one. Queen Lane. Queen. And but you know that that um that sets the atmosphere. When you say that, you start to position yourself. Oh, I'm a queen. And people, Let me walk like a queen. Right. I'm going to embody that. Right. So you have to be careful what you name people because they're going to embody. 
embody mm-hmm. what what you name R- them. Right. Just like well, like you know, people call me darling. Every time you say the name Darlene, you're calling darling. You're calling me dearly beloved. Mm-hmm. You're calling me every time you call my name. So just think, if your name means power, so just say somebody in the Bible was named Bitter. They named their child something and named them Bitter. Oh, Bitter. And so every that child, I bet you that child had a bitter it spirit. Was bitter life. Yes, you you got to be careful. New upcoming mothers that's going to be naming your child, you better be careful what you call them. If not, you better change it. Better go and change it. Don't be saying little stinks, stinks. Uh, right, they worry right. about your child Come here, uh, nappy head. They're going to have a nappy head. Uh-huh. Come here, little juicy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be saying all that without child. Yeah, but, you, you know, all jokes aside, yeah. you ha- it carries weight, and it's it's a spiritual weight. That's beautiful because, like, we sit here looking at the chair. Mm-hmm. A chair is gonna do what a chair is gonna do. Aye. It's gonna embody a chair. It gonna embody a chair. Darlene gonna... is gonna embody dearly beloved. That's why every time people come to you, they feel dearly beloved. You embody and, and you give out what you're called. And they started calling me ma or mama because that mother is an endearing term. It's a endear. It's a love term. Mm-hmm. So it it kind of spilled over to who I was. And, you know, me and you, we talked the other day, and we were talking about somebody, and their name was something. And we realized, you know what? That's what their name has made them walk. They they can't get it together. And so we decided we're not going to call them that name anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we changed their names in our phone. I know I did because mm-hmm. I had their name as the nickname. So I changed her name in that phone, and I, and I had did it before, but God made me put it back like he told me to do it before because we're going to call that person who God called them. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. That is setting your atmosphere. That is literally the beginning part of setting your atmosphere. It is. What you call it. The first mm-hmm. thing when you go into business is, what am I going to call it? You got what to name it. Name? Everything got to have a name. It has to have a name. Right. If you have not listened to the podcast with Pastor Jason, identity and name, go check it out. That is a part of setting your atmosphere. It sets your atmosphere. That is good. It y'all, we have enjoyed y'all. We oh, my y'all. gosh. It's over. It is over. I got more to say. We're going to have part to do a three. part <laughs> part three. Yes. Y'all, we have enjoyed y'all. So next I week. There I will hope be- y'all enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. I pray. Next week, there will not be a podcast coming out due to the tent revival. We're going to be a little tired. We're going to be at the Tent Awakening Abundant Life Church. Make sure y'all come out. Darlene, we're going to do a part three. Tell the people bye. All right, guys. I really enjoyed this. I enjoy this platform. And so um, I just want to, you know, I love to end on a note of, inviting people to Christ because that's one of my missions in mm-hmm. life. You know, what Jesus called us to do is to spread the gospel and the good news and to offer you something that I got offered to me almost 25 years ago that changed my life for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So um, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please repeat this prayer after me. Jesus, come into my life. I ask you to forgive me for all the sins that I've committed against you and committed in my life. Forgive me. Make me new. Change my life. I repent of my sins. 
and I accept you as Lord and Savior of my life and my soul. Rule and reign in me. If you repeated that after me, I want to tell you, welcome to the kingdom. Welcome to the kingdom. We're going to say this real quick. Um, Setting your atmosphere attracts people to you. Amen. Prayer, fasting, worship, and controlling the people that are in your environment. Amen. Darling, we are so happy to have you. I'm glad to be here. Make sure y'all are following us on social media. And y'all have a wonderful day and keep creating.